0: So, hello and welcome to the Backdoor GMO. I'm John and, and today I'm joined by former Mayo All-Star Conor Mortimer to uh, maybe just have a wee chat about Jeremy Connolly's uh, fantastic Dublin career and a few more talk points in the COVID situation. So Conor, how are you? Not too bad now, John. Yourself? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Just keep, keep it busy. So look, before we get into it, I will go through this man's achievements and there's lots of them. Uh, we'll not be get too jealous of butcher locals. It's it's reality. So we've six all eleven Leinster titles, six national leagues, and two all stars. People were very interested and nearly mesmerised by how he only has two all stars. Uh, Connor, can you sum that up for me? Ah, look I at mean, him, You know, I
1: think it's it's probably the. You know, the stuff that came, I suppose, with Jeremy in relation to definitely the All-Stars anyways. I think some of the reported I- incidents didn't, you know, that people wouldn't have looked at, upon them as, as a great thing, whether they were true or not. It's, you know, a lot of it is is paper talk or whatever. And, and to be fair, anyone that knows Jeremy Connolly, I've met him obviously quite a few times over the years, you know, very, very nice guy. Um, Obviously, he went through his achievements there, obviously, as a footballer. And, you know, I, I think, you know, probably because he was so good, I think people kind of might, you know, you're always looking to kind of tear a few strips off the top, top players. Um, and I think that's been evident with, with Jeremy Conley over the years. You know, very physical, very physical player. You know, gave as good as he got. He's seen that with Leroy Keegan over the last few years. Never bowed down. Um you know a little bit of dirt in them as well. Very similar, to Peter Canavan. Um, you know you wouldn't have seen it obviously as much with Canavan. Obviously there wasn't as many cameras around at the time. But and it's not it's not that they're dirty players. They just look after themselves in whatever way they need to do. Um, you know you know yourself. The top players get obviously more more attention than others. So you know you got to fight fire with fire. And I think you know Conley, for me was probably one of the best players that we've seen. Um, left foot, right foot you know, the achievements, you know, are all well and good, but I mean, you know, the, the actual brass of, of the way he played the game, you know, his balance was outstanding, you know, his his accuracy, his, his passing, you know, his tackling even was was up there with, with some of the best as well. And I think, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have seen that with Conley, you know, you did see obviously the, the good stuff, but I mean, his work rate and his, his desire to win was obviously second to none. And I I suppose what made him the player he was, and and you know, will, will Dublin, I suppose, suffer that he's not there of course. To will I mean, he was probably pound for pound their their best player. I think over the last ten years, I think skill wise, football wise, the way he can change a
0: game, I mean, that's it, it was undeniable. Really, to be fair. And like, do you think a like Connolly, like, you know, if he wasn't really around for like say like the last couple of years, like, do you think that might have had an impact on maybe him kind getting on that start in 15? Do you think he lost too many years going to Boston and doing this and doing that and you know, over the years? This year. Or even last year when he went to Boston and maybe he was he was going to go to Boston last year. Like, do you think that had an impact on his longevity as a Dublin footballer?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I think, it, you know, the decision that he would have made would have been strictly down to himself. Yeah. You know, I think any any manager, you know, you, you you wouldn't be a great manager if you're letting the likes of that caliber go, you know, at 33 years of age, when obviously you would have two or three more years left, if not, you know, four or five, he'd be in very, very good condition, looks after himself well. You know, obviously wanted to go to the States last year and play. Um... Obviously, things weren't going as well as they could have been going here for him. Um, and he's obviously entitled to do that, the same as everybody else. Obviously, it didn't work out. And it, I suppose it just showed the calibre that Jim Gavin held him in as a footballer. The fact that he brought him back in upset a few players. And obviously, they went on a one-dollar and so it was justified. And some of the things that he would have done in the games that he would have played obviously justified it as well. I mean, you're not, you don't bring back a player. Just for the sake of it, I mean, the calibre that he had and obviously doing it on won it then, that justifies the decision to bring him back, whether upset people or not. That's pretty irrelevant because, you know, it's all about winning. It's all about the, t- the team ethos in Dublin in particular. Um, and you either buy into it or you don't, and then that's the
0: long and short one. Do we see many players like Conley around these days, Conor? Like, you know, we, like, some of the stuff he done on the football pitch, like, you can't, you, you don't see many lads doing a lot of that these days. Like, was he a a once-in-a-lifetime player, would you say?
1: Look, it's fairly obvious that he is. Um, You know, you don't see too many naturally, you know, natural, natural footballers anymore. A lot of players are okay players. They work hard at it, get better. You know, a lot of the things Conley would have done look easy easy for him because he's so good at it. Obviously, he practice hard and trains hard as him as everybody else, but he has a lot of natural ability and his balance, as I mentioned, is if you've got good balance, you know, you can do an awful lot of things. And obviously, he worked hard on his left and right foot. I believe he's had the, that quality for pretty much all his life, you know, and obviously, in a, in a, the way I revert to it, obviously, I'm involved or have been involved with hurling teams in Dublin and he can strike as well off his left and right that balance is no different in football. You're left and right foot if you have that balance and he has it. Um, so, you know, you, you don't see too many. They come, you know, once every blue moon. Colin Cooper is another one probably in Kerry. Clifford is probably another one that's coming as well. Not as naturally talented as Connolly, either of them, um, I might add, but, you know, Connolly's different, different gravy and, and you know, it's a, it's a sad loss to the GA, to be fair. You know, I, I've always enjoyed watching him. He's a bit of an enigma. Um, top, top class player and he's one of those players, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get. It'll always be good, but it's just how good is it going to be? That's that's the question, you know.
0: The time, um, mm. you know, we're, we're talking, we're talking October now. We're hopefully might have a pre-season maybe at the end of October. You know, after last year's All-Ireland final replay, you would have thought, oh, sure, Conley might do another year or two. Do you think mm. it might have been Desi Farrell's call or was he dropped? Or? It's no. hard to know. I wouldn't think so.
1: I wouldn't think so. As I said, I mean, any manager mer- worth their merit will al- always take the best that you're offered. The best players in the country you want on your squad. And not least the best. And that that's what it boils down to. I think, look at, you know, Six All-Irelands. Obviously, you mentioned all the, the, the stuff that he's won. I mean, you know, this, this year with the pandemic, you know, a lot of people are looking at different things. I know he does a lot of charity stuff abroad as well. And I'm sure he's looking at folks and on that... Um, you know, and the uncertainty of this season—are you going to tie yourself into a season where you don't know whether it's going to go ahead or it's not? You know, in relation to other works that you to you want to focus on your career and other aspects of your life—Barbie, family, personal relationships, whatever it is—I'm sure he's focusing on those things. You know, as we speak, and and you know, it's a big decision for him to walk away. Um, but uh, I wouldn't assert any of it to to the manager in relation to saying you know, thanks for your time and I'm letting you go because it's like any squad, if you have got better there, fine. But in, in Dublin, there isn't any better to, to be doing that.
0: And do you think the pandemics can open a lot of players' eyes to maybe step away from the county scene? Because we actually have seen in the last few weeks your Jack McCarfield stepped away, your Jeremy Connolly, your Dan St-Edge from Do you think the pandemic taught a lot of these players, I actually don't think I need this?
1: It's not so much that they don't need it. You know, and and the funny thing about the pandemic and the words you'll hear a lot is, is is essential? Is it essential to my life? You know, when things are smooth and work is fine and, you know, it's fo- so much different now for employers as well with players. I mean, you don't have that leeway now because it's too important. Work is too important. And you don't know if you're open this week or closed the following week. You don't know where you're. The uncertainty in, in people's minds and footballers are no different. Um, you know, and obviously you, you've mentioned one or two there that have left it already, but, you know, I mean, your whole schedule for the last 10 years has been changed you now. I mean, you're supposed to go into, into pre-season training in the next couple of weeks, playing through the shitty weather, November, December, learn the final lines into December, finish up for a few weeks and back at, it then at the end of January probably again. I mean, it's not it's not feasible for players, really. And I think, you know, the one good thing out of this whole thing is obviously you've seen you know, the club players, the county players, of the club being there for the whole season, which has been fantastic for the clubs. Um, obviously, I know it's pulled at the moment, but, you know, it's obviously great to see, you know, and great for the club players to have them guys on board at training sessions as opposed to just training once for a game and playing the match itself. Um, that that stuff is 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 invaluable to clubs, um, you know, for their growth and for the young guys in the club to see these guys are training two nights a week or three nights a week, whatever it was. So, you know, obviously it has a bearing on players leaving the county. There's no doubt about it. Um, will you see more? You probably will if it's pulled. I mean, that's just that's the nature. You've got some guys 34, 35 at the end of their careers, you know,
0: and this delay won't be helping. I can, I can assure you that. No. Mm. And, like, think, like, with Connolly, like, like, he produced some absolutely unbelievable moments, like, and I think some people are near. Like you know, the soccer or the the GAs there at Canton. Like, what's some of your favorite Conley moments? Can you look when you look back? Uh, I have a lot of moments with Conley
1: that people wouldn't have seen because a lot of club stuff. I've watched a lot of club games for Vinny's over the years and and club championships in Dublin. And you know, I I wouldn't mention one or two because there's been so many, but I mean, I go back to it again in relation to some of his scores I mean the goal he got against Casablanca a few years ago I was commentating for Midwest Radio at the time and man it was just I understood it because I've seen it from him previously um, mm. it wasn't alien to me to see him do that um, you know some of the stuff that he does it's magical stuff but it's not unexplainable because it's what he does you know you'll see it playing for Dublin you know you might see it once a year or twice a year whereas people in his club will tell you that's that's what he does. That's how good he is. Um, they might only be surprised that it, it, it mightn't have happened as many times as, as it could have happened. Um, but I mean, his, 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 you know, the one of the big things for me, I think, when he won the free against Mayo in the All-Ireland, you know, his timing of the... to spin the ball across, I think, he, I don't know who pulled him back, someone pulled him back. He left the ball on the ground, obviously, rapper over the bar very calm in that situation where other players would get excited. I have a chance to win All-Ireland here with a kick like, you know what yeah. I mean, just left the ball down. Um, obviously, his passes last year, there's just so many stuff, but one of the things, the big thing last year against Kerry was a turnover that he took on the field and then obviously pinged in a pass. Yeah. Stuff that you don't relate to him a lot, is obviously his tackling, he's very, very big, he's a big man, he's strong, you know. Um, But look, a lot of the stuff, left foot, right foot, it's, it's, it's just a different class. A lot of the stuff he does is a different class and that's, That's kind of the highest compliment you can give the man, you know.
0: I had to laugh there last week. Alamev was telling me that he played him in a college game and Connolly was just tipping around, scoring unbelievable points, laughing. Like, do you think sometimes players just take it too seriously and lads are just, like, so stuck to a system, like, where you don't get Connolly, you can be laughing and maybe enjoying the game of football? Well, you you know, the problem you'll have, John, with
1: a lot of players is they know they're not at that level of calibre. So it's it's difficult, you know, it's easy for him. He's scored eight or nine points, left foot, right foot, corner flag, or whatever it is. I I've did it myself for many years. And you'll have guys coming up who know they're never in that bracket. They're not even getting close to that bracket, man. They're not out to enjoy it. They're out to stop you playing. Like, I've always had a, fa- a phrase in my life, and I've said it for years, in relation to defenders coming out who just mark you. They pull and drag you. They don't touch the ball. They don't hand pass or kick the ball. The point I've always said is I don't understand why they play the game of Gaelic football. Because they don't play the game. They go to mark you or pull you or harass you or whatever. The game of Gaelic football might be cornerback, corner forward, get the ball, get on the ball, kick pass, solo, hand pass, whatever it may be. And, you know, you'll know one or two defenders who you could probably say they never kick the ball or never do anything with the ball, bar mark the person, you know, and that's, that's the nature of the game. You go back to my old 96, 97, obviously Kenneth was cornerback that time. Like, well able to play ball, up the field get a point. Marco Shea, Tommaso Shea. Yeah. They can mark the best of them, but they can still go and play the game. That's yeah. the game of football. It's, and, you know, you're reverting back to your point of those lads who take it too seriously. Not taking taken it too seriously. It's the fact that yeah. they're not good enough to relax and enjoy themselves. That's why they're so into it. And, you know, they can't even say hello to you during a match. You know, they're out to kill you during a match, effectively. You know what I mean? That's that what I'd say is taking it too seriously. You know, not, not in... They look back in 10 years and say, "Geez, you married him every day. And You can ask one man there, well, how many times you kicked the ball in the 10 years? Mm. And I guarantee you won't have a breeze how many times he kicked the ball. That's mm. not Gaelic football. Do you know what I mean? Gaelic football is called Gaelic football for a reason. Do you know what I
0: mean? And like Desi Farrell, Lucas, I know he has an array, an array of talent there, but do you think... If there is a championship at the end of the year, do you think he's in, under any pressure after losing your Conley, after losing your Jack McCaffrey, after some of these boys going, or is it just going to keep going on and keep rocking on?
1: No, ah, he'll rock on, don't get me wrong. Jesse's well able manager, he's well qualified to manage. Um, he's plenty of experience, but the the ball will fall on the nineteenth of December. And if Dublin aren't there, that's when you see pressure.
0: Yeah. If
1: Dublin aren't in an earning fairly be under pressure there will be no excuses pandemic players leaving no excuses that's yeah. when it'll come down to it if they can get to an Ireland final and win the All-Ireland the only thing that the only thing acceptable for Dublin is win the All-Ireland
0: nothing else and if they don't do that that's when you'll see pressure yeah, the club game um, has to be rescheduled at the minute, Connor. What do you make of this return to play? Will, it, like, will the county thing go ahead or what's the verdict on the...
1: I, 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 oh, I wouldn't be too sure. Um, I wouldn't be too confident. I was asked earlier on today, you know, just in a point of how he's playing today, would I play? Look, of course you're going to want to play. But, I mean, every player is going to have different situations with family, you know, with elderly relations... Young kids, you know, would I risk it probably not um like at the end of the day, if I was twenty twenty one of course you would when you get older and you you know you can see what's the way this this virus works, you know, God forbid you know a player brings it home and God forbid something happens because that's then it's too late it's mm. it's too late then you know what I mean um. I just don't see the point. I don't see the need. I know I see a lot of people. It's needed for so for people's mental health and this, that, and the other. County football, I don't agree. Um, there's a lot more sport in the TV. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be able to go to matches. Um, so uh, I, I think for the space of a few months, I, I don't think the risk is worth it. And I think you, you know, the the point I'd say, and it's not a gripe. I mean, you've seen the, the fans at GA games recently. Yeah. Um haven't gotten the chance to go to matches and now that's been taken away again due to not being able to adhere to the to the guidelines that have been made out. Um look we've all broke the guidelines at some stage, like don't don't yeah. get me wrong, but I mean when you're four, two, three hundred people at a game and you gotta keep space, you can't be stuck together and every game is televised that was on the television. Yeah. So the GA obviously had no choice but to but to pull the games. Um you know, I'd hope to see the county go ahead. I would. Will it happen? I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I think um, if the numbers get worse and the hospitalised hospitals are, you know, getting close to capacity, I don't think you're going to see it because the risk is too high. Um, you know, you're going to have a bubble of players. If you can bubble players for three months together, then fine. But you know, in Ireland, that's that's not possible. Um, and you know, playing sport over. Playing a competitive competition over public health that won't bide well if there is an issue. Um, I don't know if you've seen it for Manor today. Obviously, they've cancelled all their activities due to obviously cases up there as well. And you're going to see more of that over the next few weeks, particularly in the north. The north is pretty bad. Um, So I think unless they get on top of this, then it's very, very unlikely. I mean, the bottom line is with the GA playing county games, obviously, it's to turn over money. Yeah. That's not going to happen this year. They have the 15 million from the government. That's to sustain the teams who are going to play, yeah.
0: um,
1: which we all hope happens. But if there's a, if the risk is too high, obviously, you know, I, I wouldn't be pushing for it to be played if the risks are too high. And if the numbers keep going up, the risks are going to get higher.
0: And would you would you agree that you know we got an inch we took a mile because I was at a couple of club games here in Cabin and there was no supporters wearing masks nothing and I was really frowned upon wearing a mask like it, you know I think I think we're, we we made our own destiny here Connor I think no and the, we definitely did I mean
1: there's no you know there's no hiding from it um,
0: now to be fair
1: you know on the other side I didn't hear the GAA saying you had to wear a mask at games. I didn't hear them saying on any, I didn't hear a, a regular communication about keeping your distance at games. I've been at plenty of club games with teams I've been involved with. You know, a lot of places don't even have you sanitizing. The sanitizer is theirs, they're not pushing you to do it going in. Um, you know, so I think it falls with the supporters, but mainly for me, it's the stadium and yeah. the grounds that you're going to. I mean, you go to a League of Ireland game and every second seat has a poster on Yeah. You know, there's nothing to say you can't paint a few marks on a on a local club page to say please stand here. Mm. But you know, the, the reason it was pulled because effectively GEA club games are social events for people to gather and talk at. Yeah. Therefore, that's why they shouldn't have been played because that's what people do. They don't just go to watch the match, they go to meet Joe Blogs from next door or down the road, or I've seen you you know what I mean? Which is fine. That's the name that's the nature of the GEA. But under this pandemic. That's not the way it was supposed to be, and obviously it turned out that way, and now it's, it's been pulled again. So effectively, yeah, we all had the chance. We've all broke the rules, and now it's gone, and that's the reality of I, I, it. Does it bother me? It doesn't, um, to be quite honest. But, you know, I'm sure it bothers plenty of other people, but, I mean, if everyone adhered to the rules, we wouldn't be in this situation. It's the very same in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all broke the rules. There's no two ways about it, but, and now we're paying the price for it.
0: And if you a betting, my Connor, uh, would you would you be seeing a county uh, set up now at the end of the uh, end of October? Um, looking at the numbers,
1: no, 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 no. Um, if the numbers keep going up for the next two to three weeks, I'll hope. a chance. It'll be very it'll be very unjust when you see a business closing. Yes, there's a county game on a Sunday. You know, there's no difference. They say it's safer here or safer there. You've got players travelling from all over the country to play county games. I know we all played Donegal last week. Donegal is supposed to be locked down. Donegal have a case of coronavirus in their squad, yet there's a challenge game played then somewhere up the country. I mean, you know, common sense needs to apply. hasn't applied in a lot of places, um, unfortunately. But, you know, as I said, if the pandemic uh, and I suppose the epidemiology, whatever keeps going not gonna happen no chance but if things improve then possibly but that's down to the people that's down to what we do and what what, what we don't do um and and it's everybody i mean it's very easy to say right this 15 to 24 year olds is a quarter of the cases or whatever schools have x amount of cases that's fine we still need to do what we're, we're being asked to do and there isn't enough of it being done that's pretty much The long and short it. it's
0: frustrating For everybody um, But You know We have to take the advice The very last one Connor. Do you think There should have been No face masks No entry Into some of them Club games In the last couple of weeks No
1: I wouldn't say that Because there wasn't Guidance about face masks I didn't see any guidance In the GA About face masks It, it is governmental Yes But in relation to the GA I didn't hear anything Saying about face masks In an outdoor setting Because it's outdoor settings Um Would it have saved this fiasco? Probably. Um, But, you know, I mean, everyone takes different entities to the science of a mask or no mask. Um, And I think that's the important bit because it's mandatory to wear masks in shops. It's mandatory to wear them in indoor spaces, but outdoor spaces, it's not. Um, I don't think the mask is the issue. I think it's more the social distancing aspect that wasn't, it wasn't. How would you say it wasn't on view. You know, a lot of the games, people were stuck together up the north, down in Limerick, down in Galway, down in Mayo, everywhere. You know, there's no point in saying one or two places, it's everywhere. Um, and then you obviously had the fiasco in Waterford with that team in Waterford when, when the guy was winning. I mean, that's... I know they apologise and stuff. I know it's a pandemic. This pandemic's gone on for the last six months. It, it, it's unacceptable. Um, and, I, and I do think that club will get the brunt of it. And understandably so, they put a lot of people at risk by playing that guy. A lot of people at risk. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've seen what happened in the aftermath. Obviously the whole lot of the GA has been pulled now. It's not just one reason that it's pulled, it's an after. It's, it's, an, uh, it's an accumulation of many things. You yeah. know, social distancing, crowds going, coming into and from games. You know, go back to the start, boys in the piss, you know, after games as well. Crowds coming onto the pitch. Um, you know all that stuff adds up and, and that's where the GA The GA just didn't decide They got the information, they gathered the data They looked at this, bang Pulling it in the story They're not going to take blame back to them In relation to what could happen And, and, yeah. and, and credit to them for that I, I will say um, But I suppose on the other side What do we do? I don't know I don't know where it's going to end Or, or, or what's going to happen Couldn't tell you
0: and a bit of personal news from yourself. Uh, the missus is pregnant. of three more weeks. You looking forward to that?
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Um, it's different. Um, it's very surreal. I think, due to obviously, with the pandemic going on as well, it's a scary thought. Bringing a bringing a new a newborn into this world. But look, I suppose we're we're ready and we're you know we're excited. Um, a lot of work done. A lot of money spent. Um, mm-hmm. Getting the getting the house ready and stuff, but look at it—it it, it is an exciting time. It's—it's it's difficult to kind of oversee this with this all this bad news every day on the news. Every time you're talking to somebody, or use your own bit of good news, come and touch word yeah. and please God um, down the road. So, you yeah. know, we're hopeful that all all will work out well and 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 things kind of progress. But I mean, it's it, look at it—everyone looking after themselves at this stage. Yeah. yeah, we're all in this together by all means, but I mean, you got to look after your own house, clean your hands. You know, bloody all, the, all the guidelines that they tell you and we hope to get out on the other side and hopefully and, and for yourself as well I want to wish you well with your new arrival when it comes as well and just just be safe yourself and herself and, and obviously the little one when it comes along and that, that's all you can do, it's nothing else you're worried about
0: That's all we can do. Conor Mortimer you're fantastic with your time, uh, joining us on the Backdoor GF uh, show this week. Thanks very much and uh, no don't do much work there <laughs> Take, care, Take care man, cheers John Thanks very so. much Conor Bye, Matt. Bye-bye.